Yes, indeed. It is another great morning, a phenomenal morning of sorts on the morning machine, the machine that makes your mornings move. Good morning and the grandest of rising to all out there that listen to us. You could have had your listening ear anywhere in the world, but you know what you did? You decided to listen to us today and you do it every single day forever grateful thank you for making a machine a part of your daily morning routine and part of that morning routine means you get you as the community the listening audience get great information we always preach and we always live by the creed of health is wealth and health is what we are speaking on this morning and of course just this past weekend there were several education and screening events that took place here in atlanta uh called save legs change lives and this was an initiative and it still is an initiative committed to raising awareness of pad now what in the world is pad you ask well i thought you'd never ask pad is peripheral artery disease we're going to talk about that more in depth in just a moment but i have a doctor who is definitely beyond more than qualified to speak on this particular matter let's talk about him for a second senior medical executive health system strategy and leader of the health equity advisory council for jansen cardiovascular and metabolism medical affairs uh, also known as jansen pharmaceuticals he has done so much countless research on this field so when he's speaking we are listening to help save our lives and know when it's time to take action all right raising awareness is the name of the game this morning and did you know that this silent cardiovascular threat affects up to 12 million americans did you know that a few of you may end up with this issue right now and not even listening well you better tap that friend right now because you're about to get some phenomenal information to not only help you but save your life potentially with that said i give the world and we welcome to the morning machine dr rich brown good morning mr brown good morning dr brown how are you doing good morning mr green i love the energy thank you so much for the opportunity to speak to your audience this is fantastic Absolutely. And fantastic is going to be in the level of information that comes through our airwaves for the entire world this morning, because it's not just relegated to the United States, even though it affects up to 12 million Americans. But there's a countless number worldwide that listen to our station and need to know about peripheral artery disease. So let's start here. Talk about the peripheral artery disease and what does it actually affect for us to know the signs? So peripheral artery disease, otherwise known as PAD, is a cardiovascular medical condition. And what happens in this condition is that there is a reduction in the blood flow to your limbs, mostly the legs. And if it's left untreated, PAD can lead to serious 
health issues such as heart attack, stroke, leg amputation, or even death. I actually was in Atlanta just recently, and I spoke to an audience of almost 200 individuals. Mm -hmm. And I went around the room and I said, have you ever heard the term heart attack? Everybody's hand went up. Mm -hmm. I said, have you ever heard the term stroke? Everyone's hand went up. Mm -hmm. When I asked, have you ever heard about PAD? Only about a quarter of the hands went up. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the fundamental issues we have with PAD. It is an often unknown, unseen, and undertreated cardiovascular condition. So I thank you for the opportunity to spread the word today. Absolutely. And in spreading that word, uh, here's another thing that I want to speak about first. Because, first of all, we are in the urban community. We are the African-American community. And the pillars of the community, even the pillars of the community, need to know about this. And you being one of the pillars who are in the medical field and have done countless research and know about the ins and outs of this particular ailment. Let's read some facts here, courtesy of SaveLegsChangeLives.com, which is what we are speaking about today. It says this. There's three facts here. Four times black Americans with PAD have up to four times higher risk of amputation than white Americans. Then it goes on to say 25%. So black Americans are 25% less likely than white Americans to have surgery to restore blood flow prior to a leg amputation. And black Americans are more than twice as likely than others to have PAD. So apparently the odds are highly likely for us to end up with PAD. Why is it so important for our community to know even beyond these stat lines that we're hearing about here? Well, first of all, it is so important for all Americans, but especially black Americans, to understand what are the risk factors that put you at an increased likelihood of having PAD or having a PAD-related amputation of your legs. Mm. So let's start there. Let's talk about an amputation, because that is a devastating consequence of PAD. Mm-hmm. There are about 400 amputations performed every day in the United States. That's about 150,000 amputations every year. And PAD is the leading cause by far of amputations in this country. Mm. One of the biggest issues and a tragedy is that when you have a leg amputation, your chances of being dead within the next three years is 70 percent for these reasons we have to be much more mindful of what is it that puts us at risk of having pad a problem with the blood supply to the legs that also increases our risk of heart attack stroke leg amputation and death so let's talk about those risk factors mr green yes the first is being a black american If you're black, Mm. your chances of having PAD is twice as high as a white American. Number two, diabetes. Mm. 
we talk about diabetes and blood sugar control all the time. We know that diabetes is more prevalent in the black community. Mm-hmm. We also know that if you are black and you have diabetes, you are at increased risk of having PAD. Mm. As a matter of fact, your risk is seven times higher of having PAD compared to someone who is non-diabetic. And if you look at a diabetic who has developed PAD, their chances of having a leg amputation is 15 times higher. If you are a diabetic and you're over the age of 50, you have a one in three chance of developing PAD. So there's a strong link between diabetes and the development of PAD. We also know that there's another medical condition, which is called chronic kidney disease, where your kidney function is lower than normal. That is linked to an increased chance of having PAD also. High blood pressure, very, very, very prominent in the black community. We want folks to keep their blood pressure lower than 130 over 80. Mm -hmm. When your blood pressure is elevated, that pressure pounds against the blood vessels to the legs, increasing the chances of blockages developing in those blood vessels to the legs and the development of PAD. So blood pressure control is really, really important to reduce your risk of PAD. High cholesterol. We know our folks going to fast foods and eating fried foods and high cholesterol items. That also increases the chances of someone developing PAD. Something you might not know, being overweight and not exercising is also a significant risk factor for the development of PAD. As a matter of fact, when you have PAD, one of the most effective treatments for it is actually losing weight and exercising more and being more physically active. Smoking. Mm -hmm. Folks are surprised when I tell them about smoking. Mm -hmm. It doesn't double your risk of PAD. It doesn't triple your risk of PAD. Smoking actually quadruples your chances of developing peripheral artery disease. Mm. Wow. Quadruples on smoking? Now... Smoking quadruples it. And and so there's a lot of smokers that may listen in. They're probably thinking in their mind, well, what does smoking have to do with that? Don't don't you don't you smoke it in through the the mouth or what have you like that? How does it affect the legs? How does it how does it give you this? So there's there's probably a lot of smokers out there that are saying, whoa, wait a minute. But how? Very good question, because typically folks say, well, if I smoke, I am putting myself at risk of something happening in my lungs, because Correct. when I smoke, it's going into my lungs. Right. However, when you smoke, it goes into your bloodstream, because blood is flowing through your lungs all day long, mm. and those toxins can now go to the blood vessels anywhere in your body, including the blood vessels to your brain, the blood vessels to your heart, mm-hmm. and the blood vessels to your legs which is why smoking is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease. And it's a big risk factor for the development of PAD. Wow. Wow. So you hear that, folks? 
you know, the, the, for all the smokers out there, this is one of the risk factors. So please be mindful. And, you know, you, you explain the risk factors, but I also want to bring something up. I don't know if it's a different condition that Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, went through, but we understand that he had to have a few parts of his body amputated in order to save his life. Now, was he affected by more so PAD or was this something that was related to it? Because a lot of people, when they think of amputation, they're automatically thinking Coach Prime, Deion Sanders, because he had to go through that for the, for his last couple of years at Jackson State University. So would this be the same thing that he is dealing with or is it something totally different that could be related to PAD? I am not familiar with what medical condition led to Deion Sanders needing amputations of parts of his legs, but this is what I can tell you. PAD is by far the leading cause of amputations to the legs. It's not the only cause, and potentially something else could be related to Mr. Sanders and his medical condition, but I do know, regardless, that PAD is the leading cause of amputation, and amputation significantly increases your risk of dying within the next three years. So the name of the game here is know about PAD, be aware of the risk factors associated with PAD. If you are doing things that increase your chances of having PAD, stop those immediately. And most importantly, talk to your doctor about being evaluated for the possibility of PAD. And you uh, you spoke about the risk factors that are involved in PAD, Dr. Brown, but what are ways that we all can reduce the risk of PAD happening to us? I love that question, Mr. Green. First of all, if you're smoking, stop smoking. If you have diabetes, Make sure you're eating a low-sugar diet and your doctor is regularly checking your blood to make sure that your diabetes is under excellent control. Eat a low-salt diet to keep your blood pressure down. Monitor your blood pressure yourself at home, and if it's elevated, alert your doctor so it can be brought under control. When you speak to your doctor, ask them, what is my kidney function? Because you want to know if your kidney function is compromised, which also increases your chances of developing PAD. Very important to lose weight if you're overweight Mm -hmm. and to exercise regularly and to walk. And probably one of the most important things I tell individuals about PAD, when you go to the doctor, make sure your doctor examines your feet. Very, very often, doctors have limited time for each patient they see. Mm -hmm. When you're sitting in that doctor's office, take off your shoes, take off your socks, make that doctor look at your feet, examine your feet to see if there's any evidence of PAD. Mm. Additionally, if you are an individual who's worried about the possibility of PAD, you need to tell your doctor about that concern. Mm -hmm. Because there is testing that can be done to see if there is a compromise to the blood supply to your legs. Mm. It's so interesting that you say that because the one thing when 
any of us go into a doctor's office, first of all, some of us may be self-conscious about our feet. But in the second degree, none of us are thinking to walk into a doctor's office or a hospital or any kind of doctor's visit, appointment rather, thinking about taking their shoes off and having the doctor check their feet unless there was something absolutely wrong with their foot. It's in pain. It's something going on that they know of, that they can feel, but this is something that may not be felt in most cases, but you still need to check anyway because the signs may be there and we don't notice it. Absolutely. The other thing I want to tell you is that there are some very common signs and symptoms of PAD that people should be on the lookout for. Okay. If you are having pain in your leg when you're doing nothing, that could be a circulation problem and a sign of PAD. If you're noticing numbness or weakness in your legs, mm-hmm. that could be PAD. If your skin is becoming discolored at times in your legs, that could be PAD. In addition, If you have an ulcer or sore on your foot that is not healing, that could be a sign of PAD. Wow. And if you notice that when you walk, you have a pain in the back of your leg every time you walk, Mm. that again can be a sign of reduced blood flow to your legs causing that pain. So there are lots of signs and symptoms of PAD, but the most important thing I want to make sure your audience recognizes is that 40% of the time, People with PAD do not have any symptoms. Wow. Let me repeat that. Let me repeat that. Yes. 40% of the time, individuals with PAD don't have any symptoms. So just because you don't have symptoms doesn't mean you're out of the woods. That is why it is so important Hmm. for you to make sure that your feet are properly examined by your physician when you go see the doctor. Hmm. Very, very important stuff. This is this is key information. I didn't even know this. I'm finding this out today, courtesy of Dr. Brown, who is giving phenomenal information this morning here on The Morning Machine, and we appreciate it all. And um, one question here. We talk about the risk factors and ways to reduce the risk. Now, we get into so many things in the day-to-day. Our lives go on. So many things, different emotions, all kinds of other stuff is happening during the day. But we have people that are thinking about finding ways or getting the best start on how to reduce the risk. But they just don't know how to start. So are there any other resources to help people get started to along their journey of reducing the risk of PAD? Absolutely. So at Johnson & Johnson, this is a really important initiative for this company. We believe that there should not be a significant difference in the rate of amputations based on race. That's number one. And number two, as the largest healthcare company in the world, we want to reduce the rate of amputations for everybody. So we have actually developed a website. The website is www.savelegs.com changelives.com. If you go to that website, there is a ton of information about what PAD is, what are the risk factors. 
there's actually forms that a patient can print out from that website and take it to their doctor to help engage in that conversation about them being evaluated for the possibility of PAD. So I strongly encourage your listeners to go to that website, www.savelegschangelives.com, and learn so much more about PAD. Absolutely. And uh, when you do go to SaveLegsChangeLives.com, you can look at all of the pages. But if you're looking for the resources to start, Patient Resources is what you click on at the top of the website to make sure to get there. Now, uh, speaking, switching gears, let's speak about this past weekend and how you you guys took over Atlanta and made sure people were aware. And you spent a lot of time uh, from Stonecrest to actually over here across the street from us, our neighbors at Friendship Baptist Church and Morris Brown College uh, at the Atlanta Walk to Save Black Men's Lives this past weekend in St. Philip AME Church uh, in on the east side of Atlanta. Uh, it, it You've been so many places, and the outreach to the community is phenomenal. So just kindly speak about the reception that the community gave you in learning about PAD and learning how to get started in reducing those risk factors. My team and I came to Atlanta on September 21st, and we were welcomed by the Atlanta community. I thank Atlanta for allowing us to be there for five days. And while we were there, we did several things. First of all, we had multiple educational programs Mm -hmm. where physicians were talking to individuals about what PAD is. As a matter of fact, I gave one of these presentations to about 200 people at the Lou Walker Senior Center. And it was just so great to be with the audience, allowing them to ask questions and talk to them about PAD. While we were there, we actually provided two mobile units that Mm. provided screening. Um, There's a test that can be done. It's called the Ankle Brachial Index, ABI. It's a very simple, non-invasive test where you check the blood pressure around the ankle, so the blood pressure in the legs, Uh and you compare it to the blood pressure around the brachial artery, which is an artery in your arm, and you see the two. So, for instance, if the blood pressure in your arm is 100, the blood pressure in your leg should be 100. Mm -hmm. If you develop PAD, what can happen is the blood pressure in your arm can still be 100, but the blood pressure in your leg drops to like 60. In that case, your ABI would be 60 over 100 or 0.6. When your ABI is anything less than 0.9, that is suggestive of the presence of PAD. So Mm -hmm. while we were in Atlanta... Besides providing education to over 100 people in Atlanta, we also provided this ABI screening. We had our mobile vans up in Stone Mountain, and then we had it right in the heart of Atlanta, and we screened over 400 people while we were there, allowing them to see if potentially they had PAD. So it was a great five days in Atlanta. Lots of people learned about um, PAD. Lots of folks were screened for PAD, so I find it a very, very successful um, event in Atlanta. And you might ask, why Atlanta? 
because we know that the rates of amputations are highest in communities that have a lot of black residents, Mm -hmm. like the city of Atlanta. Absolutely. And it makes sense because this is one way to really get us to be aware of this issue. And we need to find ways that if, if we already are dealing with it, how to, how to reduce, how to reduce that risk even further. If you don't have it or don't know about it, how can we get there? How can we find out? And this is very important. You're saving lives by just the simple awareness. And a lot of times that is what is all that's needed really is just to raise the awareness. And you spent five days here raising awareness, even coming into our backyard here at Morris Brown with, with the mayor and uh, Dr. James uh, here at Morris Brown and uh, the community of Vine City and the AUC, Atlanta University Center, to really have this walk. Now, I want to I ask this because specifically – the Atlanta walk to save black men's lives. Now, does walking and exercise help to reduce those risk factors as well? 100%. Got it. If you're a diabetic and you walk and exercise, that is excellent treatment. Um, And that helps lower your blood sugar levels. Mm-hmm. If you have high blood pressure and you exercise regularly and lose weight, that will lower your blood pressure. Same thing for someone with high cholesterol. Mm-hmm. But we also know that a exercise program, a walking program, is one of the best ways to actually reduce your chances of developing PAD and also one of the best ways to treat PAD if you have it. So very often we get focused on procedures that doctors can do for PAD, and we often forget about two things, lifestyle modification, losing weight, Mm -hmm. eating healthy, exercising regularly, walking. We also forget about optimal medical therapy for PAD. Wow. Man, this this has been... Um, some great information. And I do have a final question before we uh, close here. And that is, what is the best advice that you have for, we understand that everyone can deal with this problem, but especially for the communities of color, what advice do you have for them that if they're already struggling with PAD and they know that they have it or they don't know, what is the best advice that you have for them in order to see the journey of the reduction, the risk reduction? Uh, what, what, what advice do you have for them? Because there's a lot of emotion that can be tied to this as well. Three things I'm going to say. The first I'm going to say is learn about PAD. Very often, individuals, they know about other cardiac conditions. They know about congestive heart failure, stroke, heart attack, and they know little about PAD. Very, very important for individuals to educate themselves and educate their friends and family members about what PAD is. That's why I encourage everyone to go to www.savelegschangelives.com. 
The second thing that I want individuals to recognize is that they have to advocate for themselves. When you go to the doctor, bring it up. Take off your socks. Take off your shoes. Get engaged in that conversation about PAD with your physician. So important to make that happen. And then thirdly, don't just think about your health. Talk to your friends. Talk to your loved ones. Ask them, are they having signs or symptoms of PAD? Do they have risk factors for PAD? Because we don't only want the individual to be healthy, we want the entire community to live healthier lives. Wow. Absolutely. Uh, This information has been absolutely phenomenal this morning. And just understand, ladies and gentlemen, we have the biggest opportunity right now with this information to reduce our risk. If you don't know where to get started, there's resources. There's resources available, a plethora of them. And you can find those resources, the education and the commitment to saving your life uh, at SaveLegsChangeLives.com. Once again, SaveLegsChangeLives.com. And I uh, just wanted to kind of ask for a second, do we also have uh, Save Legs Change Lives on social media as well for people that are social media inclined? Not at this time, but again, um, we are everywhere. We're trying to spread the word, mm-hmm. and I would start off with them going to, to the website. Absolutely. And the website is definitely going to give you some very helpful information to continue your journey forward to reduce your risk. The risk can be there for any of us, even myself. So let's. if, if health is really wealth to all of you, you would go to SaveLegsChangeLives.com, not now, but right now, to get educated about PAD. All right. So with that said, uh, Dr. Brown, thank you so much for your wisdom and your energy relating to this situation that we need to be aware of. And for most of us listening out there in Radio Land, this is the first time we've heard of such a thing. And so, therefore, this is information to get ahead of the game to let us know what we need to do to take care of ourselves, even if we already have it or we just don't know. But the awareness has been realized right here on this program this morning so to the world here's your information go ahead and get to save legs change lives dot com all right dr brown thank you so much for being on the morning machine and providing us with the wisdom but also more importantly the knowledge that we need to succeed with our health we appreciate you thank you so much for the opportunity to chat with your audience have a wonderful day Absolutely. Thank you so much. And coming up, we got more music right here on The Morning Machine.